Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, on Sunday, the 27th of March in the year 2022. And I have neglected to say this, and I'm finally going to say, because I'm always just diving into the astrology, this is the 203rd episode of the Golden Astrologer Podcast. So a few weeks ago, we hit 200 episodes. Yay! And we've been doing this a while. So hopefully, you have been enjoying yourself listening to all these episodes, and they are always there for your listening enjoyment on all podcast platforms where podcasts are distributed, and my website, thegoldenastrologer.com. So, 203rd episode, here we go. We are now um, just about a week into the sign of Aries, and the sun is in Aries, as you know, and Mercury joined the sun in Aries at 3.44 a.m. Eastern Time today. And Mercury is already, by the time I'm recording this, is at already one degree of Aries, which means it has already sped through the first degree of Aries. And Mercury is a fast planet and Aries is a fast sign and Mercury means business. Like, let's just get to it. You know, not necessarily impulsive decisions, but firm, like I'm doing it. There's no, there's no way we're not doing it. We're just doing it. It's a no brainer. We're, we're making this decision. We're doing this. It's like, okay, um, that's Mercury. You know, it's quick. It is very much about, um, you know, a fiery decision it's one where we would like to press forward and assert ourselves. It is not slow and pokey in the sign of Aries, and it's going to whiz through Aries over these next couple of weeks. Now, one of the interesting things is that we have two planets in fire now, the sun in Mercury and Chiron, which is, you know, I think they're calling it a comet these days, but, um, there's a balance of the elements. And I mentioned this last week that we have water, we have air, we have fire now, finally fire, and we have earth. And it's important to have a balance because then it gives us that perspective of not everything has to be in our heads. For example, everything's in air or everything has to be um, immediate where everything's in fire. You know, it's good to perceive and sense and feel... And I have been telling people to listen because, you know, Mercury was greeting Jupiter and then greeting Neptune this week. And things were a little foggy, you know, with that Neptune comes fog. And it's never quite clear until Mercury passes over Neptune what Mercury and Neptune are trying to tell us. So there's, now let's get into that. There's Jupiter and Neptune are now very, very close together. They're three degrees apart. And to my estimation, that is definitely a conjunction. <laughs> and so this is a very interesting dynamic. Jupiter was the planet that ruled Pisces prior to Neptune being discovered. So they are both associated with Pisces and they are together. This happens once every 168 years. Why? Because Neptune goes into a sign, stays for like, you know, maybe 12 years. Jupiter usually greets Neptune in a sign once every 12 years. Greets by meaning a conjunction. So what happens is Jupiter has met Neptune before 12 years ago, but it was in the sign of Aquarius. 12 years before that, it was in the sign of Capricorn. Now we're looking at it in the sign of Pisces, 
because Neptune hasn't been in Pisces, you know, in over a century and a half, this is the first time they're meeting there in many, many years. So this is important because this rarely happens. It is a faith-oriented aspect. It is an aspect that helps us trust our intuition, trust the higher forces, put our faith and recognize our faith in something greater than ourselves. It is so important to have faith in something outside of ourselves because otherwise, it's a very gray view of life and the world. It, where do you put, now certainly there are people who are atheists and they're very happy with that. Um, for many people that doesn't work because they need to know that there is something greater than themselves and that this earth is not all that exists and that you know, this is all not just an earthbound matter or a material matter, shall we say, because we know that there are other planets. And we do allow ourselves to connect with faith at this time. It is really important for us to be able to do that. Um, it is important to listen to intuition. It is important to listen to insight. It is important to listen to the, what your soul is telling you. And these are heart-opening aspects. Pisces is about empathy. It's about opening your heart to others. It's about connecting with something that is, you know, collective in, in compassion and empathy. So this is a very important time. More on that in a bit. Um, meanwhile, there are four planets and, and the asteroid Vesta in the sign of Aquarius. So this is a this is all, again, I talk about endings and cycles ending and things happening that are winding down. And we are in some great transformative times. Um, as we had seen many transformative aspects the last two years, we are now seeing like some, some things coming to an end, cycles ending, parts of our lives ending, parts of things in the world um, shifting and many, many energies shifting on the planet, um, many power uh, energies shifting on the planet. And so one of the things that's happening in Aquarius is that Venus, remember I was talking about Venus being between Mars and Saturn? Well, Venus is finally meeting Saturn tomorrow. Ta-da! That means it's not going to between, be between them anymore. It means it's going to meet Saturn and move past Saturn because Venus is faster than Saturn. So Venus meets Saturn. It conjuncts Saturn in Aquarius tomorrow, the 28th at 3.27 p.m. Eastern time. This is important because they are very close right now. There is a Venus-Saturn conjunction. Mars is relatively close as well. So we say there is a Mars-Venus-Saturn conjunction in the sky, which is very strong and very much points to relationships, our faith in relationships, our relationship to our relationships, how we are in relationships. And that does not mean personal intimate ones solely. It could be your friendships, your relationships to people in your family, colleagues, all sorts of things. And, you know, everything in our life is based on relationships, whether we like it or not. You have a relationship with your mailman. You have a relationship with your, um, you know, person that delivers your flowers, you know, whatever. <laughs> there are, there are certain people that you see over and over again, and there's relationships there. Um, when we have 
Venus and Saturn meeting up, it's a little complicated because Saturn is chilly. Saturn is cool. Saturn is a little bit about detachment, especially in Aquarius. And for that matter, Venus is more detached in Aquarius, but it, those, these are about friendships. And Mars is sort of needling that a little bit. Mars is sort of giving it a vitamin shot. So on one hand, Venus is getting it from two sides. She's like, this guy's pushing me and this guy's telling me to stop. Saturn's telling me to stop. Mars is pushing me forward. But she'll pass Saturn tomorrow. And then I think we can start to get a sigh of relief as she travels through the end of Aquarius and then moves into one of her favorite signs, which is Pisces. But we're not there yet. So let's focus on Venus, Saturn. Venus is about love. Venus is about art. Venus is about beauty. Venus is about, in Aquarius, it's about friendship. It's about finances. And one of the things that's so um, interesting is that, you know, Venus only comes to Aquarius once a year, but in this time, she has greeted these two planets and she's navigating her space and trying to hold her own between Mars and Saturn. And sometimes she kind of wants to just roll over and go back to sleep because this is hard work. And Venus and Saturn together are hard work. So if you are a Venus-Saturn person, you know that your relationships often require work and they also require you overcoming a certain perhaps fear or anxiety around relationships so that you can fully experience and you know, open, open to relationships. Venus and Saturn do not want to open to relationships. They want to cut them off. That's the first impulse. That's not necessarily the correct impulse. In some cases it is. But Venus and Saturn often say, you know what? I don't want this. Just let me pull back and pull away. I can't do it. And the hard part about all of this is that, you know, we have to use our instincts about maybe some relationship is not good for us. And that could be a friendship. That could be someone in your family. Maybe it's dysfunctional on some level. And you know that it needs to go bye-bye. And maybe not. Maybe the impulse is to pull back because you're hurt or because you feel wounded in some way and you feel like you are needing some quiet time just to yourself. And in Aquarius, it's it's analytical, it's wordy, it's um, verbal, it's intellectual. It, this because it's an air sign. And, you know, sometimes words can hurt us. And we have to be very careful um, about our words. And I was on a podcast a couple weeks ago. If you haven't heard it, it's called What a Word is Worth. And I suggest you go listen to it. You can find it where podcasts are distributed. I know it is through Anchor Podcast uh, Network. And, um, you know, um, the woman that interviewed me is Marianella Medrano. And she she interviewed me um, and we talked about, you know, psychology and astrology and words and things. And it's very important to choose your words carefully. And when we have Venus in an air sign and we have it coming to Saturn, we have to be sure that our words do not wound. Um, We have to be really certain that we are compassionate, empathic, like Jupiter and Neptune are telling us, and we do not allow ourselves to use words that could be potentially... um, you know, harsh. And so Venus and Saturn 
often indicates it could be a commitment in a relationship. It could be, I'm going to get engaged. I'm going to get married. It could be, you know, I'm committing to this for the long haul. It could be you're married and you're in a test. You know, you married for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, or sickness and health, all those things. You know, maybe it's one of those not so pleasant times. Maybe it's in, you know, and for better, for worse, you know, and sometimes we have to remember the commitment we made in order to fulfill it. And Venus and Saturn remind us of those commitments on one level. That's a good thing. But what I um, want everyone to remember is this is just Venus, Saturn, and it's going to pass tomorrow afternoon. And then we're going to move on and Venus is going to move past Saturn. And the peak of it is when it is exact, you know, tomorrow afternoon, 3.27 p.m. Eastern Time. It may be a sting in some way. It may not be. It may be, you know what, I have to buckle down and, you know, I have to buckle down and get my taxes done because it's Venus, right, and Saturn, right? So it's, it is something where I am asking you each to just look within and take yourself to a place where you understand others, you have compassion and empathy for others, you understand people and how they are in the world. And that maybe your friend's not having a good day and they are just not going to be there for you tomorrow. Maybe you need a dose of love. Sometimes Venus and Saturn is feeling unloved. And maybe you need a dose of love and nobody's there for you. Don't fret. Love yourself, okay? And this is a hot time for self-love. You have to, we have, this is a lesson about self-love. If you can't rely on people because maybe they're busy, maybe they've got their kids and their things and their work, and you really are feeling alone, because Venus Saturn can feel alone sometimes, this is a time to feel one's own love of self. It's so important for us to feel that first. If we want love from outside, we have to have love inside first. Very important. It is also a time of feeling like, you know, maybe you're just a little on the, that you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Try not to have a day where the glass is half empty. Try have, to have a day where you find the good things in your life that work for you. And maybe it's a good day to just nose to the grindstone, do some work, and just get past the aspect and not worry about being alone. Maybe it's, you need time alone to, to create something valuable and longstanding. You know, Saturn is about length of time. Saturn is about long-standing things. And it's about commitment. So maybe you need a little quiet time away from people so that you can create something that serves people in the long run. So these are all sorts of things that Venus and Saturn can bring. The thing we don't want to do is pity ourselves. And we, we have to try to have as much compassion as we can right now for others. Now the moon is in Aquarius too. And the moon is sensitive and easily, you know, hurt, but the moon's in Aquarius. It's cool. It's detached. But it is going to warm up and be with Venus. And one of the things that's going to happen tomorrow, earlier in the day, is that it's going to be Moon, Venus, Saturn all together. Because the Moon will first conjunct Mars at 1.08 a.m. Eastern. Then it will conjunct Venus at 9.48 a.m. Eastern. And then it's going to conjunct Saturn 20 minutes later. 
Okay? So the moon is really, it's going to hit Mars first, and then it's going to hit Venus and Saturn. And that's going to be in the morning, Eastern time. And that is a big deal. It's not just Venus, Saturn, it's moon, Venus, Saturn. These are the female energies. So women out there, take good care of yourself. Connect with a friend who really is going to be there for you. Be there for yourself. And each of us needs to be there for ourselves. But this is a very female thing happening with Saturn. And it is a time to connect with one's own sense of self Love independent of others. It's Aquarius. It's about independence. It doesn't mean I don't need anybody. It means I'm good. I'm good. I love me. And as long as I have me, I'm good. And it doesn't mean you don't have anybody. So somebody can't pick up the phone because maybe their baby is crying, you know, and I needed to talk to her, you know. Okay, but you can't right now. <sighs> Take a deep breath. And be there for you and go do something that's going to make you feel accomplished on some level, that you achieved something, that you feel connected to someone. And, you know, this is, yes, Aquarius is a group-oriented sign. So connect with a group of friends, connect with a group of colleagues, your family, whatever is a, a group or a community where you feel connected and safe, connect with them and be, uh, you know, be there for each other. If no one's around, again, self-sufficiency and independence are Aquarian traits. So be with yourself and maybe do some writing, some journaling, and connect with what you, it is you really need right now. And moon is about being satisfied. And, you know, um, I don't mean neediness in the, in the lack sense. I'm like, I lack, I lack, I lack. Um, I'm, I need this, I need that. What do you want? What what do your emotions need? Like, what do you physically need? Do you need to take a hot bath? Do you need to go for a walk? Do you need to go for a swim? Do you need to go watch a movie? Whatever. All those things are um, important to pay attention to during moon, Venus, Saturn, all happening at the same time. Then the moon will go into Pisces later in the day. And that's when, you know, moon is going to eventually on Wednesday meet up with Jupiter and Neptune in the afternoon, Eastern time. And these are, this is really beautiful. So we want to tap into this Jupiter and Neptune. We want to tap into insight, intuition, sensitivity, creativity. Um, it's so rare. This is a rare aspect. This is a very profound. Neptune is an outer planet. It moves very slowly. This is a profound sense of spirit. Wednesday, when the moon connects with both of them, is a deep connection to spirit. And that's, that's really important that we do that. So I invite everyone to connect with their own sense of spirit, with intuition, with nature, go out and talk to nature, be with something greater than yourself. This is where the, the true healing and satisfaction is going to come in this week. So that's so important. So important. Um, so then things get interesting on Friday because we have a new moon. It seems like a minute ago we had a full moon. This is a new moon. This is a new moon and yeah, April Fool's Day. It's a new moon at 11 degrees of Aries. Um, the new moon is with Chiron and Mercury. 
And the interesting thing is on Saturday the 2nd, Mercury and Chiron are going to conjunct exactly. But this is the sun and the moon lined up in Aries, and then Mercury is going to join them. So th then we'll have a bunch of fire, right? And then, um, but with Chiron, this is, you know, we are addressing and connecting to what our wounds are, what wounds we have experienced, have words wounded you. Remember, this is Mercury, and it is a very um, profound sense of what can be healing or wounding. Again, words. Words are important. It is important to know that when you speak to someone, you're reaching them and that your words give them um, support and give them a very good sense of, you know, you know, of course, intellect and, you know, conversation and laughter and fun and joy and all those good things. But also, you know, you've, we all need to watch our words and how we say things. There's a thousand ways to say things to someone, especially Friday when we, the new moon is a sensitive time and Aries can be a little rough around the edges and it's, you know, it's ruled by Mars. It's, you know, it's a fire sign. It's first, it blurts things out. When you are dealing with talking about sensitive matters because it's the moon, sensitive, you want to be choosing your words wisely and being certain that your words do not sting. Very important. So choose words that do not sting this week. Remember, we're having all this compassion and empathy and beauty and awakening on Wednesday. Don't turn around and get impulsive and stinging on Friday, okay? We're trying to get to a place where we all are, there's enough trouble in the world. We don't need to have it between each other. We're trying to get to a place where we're all compassionate and empaths to one another and we're here for each other. That's, that's the ideal anyway. Um, so that's, that's a great thing to keep in mind. And then when we're getting to next Monday, the 4th, and we'll talk about this more next week, Mars is going to get to Saturn. So all this business in Aquarius, Mars rules Aries, Mars is going to be very close to Saturn while all the planets that it's ruled by are together in this new moon. You know, the moon will be there, the sun will be there, Mercury will be there, and then Chiron the comet will be there. So this is a lot of energy and fire and its ruler, its ruler is going to be connecting with Saturn. So again, I say, you know, think before you speak, don't use words that sting or wound, be very um, thoughtful in your process and in how you speak to each other. It's, it's really, really important. One of the things that's so interesting about this time is that we have all this compassion happening and I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself when I tell you that on Tuesday the 5th and again we're going to talk more about this next weekend um Tuesday the 5th Venus enters Pisces so this is one of her favorite places because she's exalted there and when Venus is exalted in the sign of Pisces it, it brings tremendous compassion and she'll be there for a number of weeks and this is really like this is a, a really good turning point. First of all, because Venus is finally getting away from she's finally moved away 
all the Pluto is finished, all the retrograde is finished, all the in-between Mars and Saturn will be finished. Uh, the in-between Mars and Saturn is going to finish tomorrow afternoon. But then, like, she's, like, getting away, moving away, and then moving into one of her favorite signs. And she's really going to be um, more sensitive in in that realm. Now I find all of this interesting because as we're looking at, you know, how we speak to each other, how we word things, how we address one another and how we approach situations and there's one side of it that can be really like impulsive and a little harsh and then there's a whole other side that is about compassion and empathy and sensitivity and spirit. So there's this dynamic going on as we wrap things up with things in Aquarius and Pisces and, and a cycle is ending, we start, we're starting some new things, but, you know, because there's planets in Aries, but remember that we are all human and there's, you know, we need to have this sensitivity of, of, so the impulse is to be direct. And then there's another impulse that says, Hmm, you know, I need to be, I need to be gentle. So, there, we each have to walk the path, navigate between being abrupt and being gentle and sensitive to what we say and how we say it to people. So, and how we handle each other and how we handle ourselves. Don't be so hard on yourself. Again, I say it. Um, Venus is going to do some very interesting things because eventually she's going to catch up with that Jupiter and Neptune. And this is going to be one of the best aspects of the year at the end of April. And now that, you know, next week she'll be going into Pisces, we're really looking at something um, beautiful because it's not just like, remember I said, Neptune rules Pisces, Jupiter's traditional ruler of Pisces, Venus is exalted in Pisces. This is nobody else. This isn't Saturn throwing his, you know, mm, his critical uh, iron into the fire. <laughs> he's, he's saying, he's staying in Aquarius and we're looking at some very deep, sensitive, beautiful aspect. And it can be a very loving aspect. So more so than Venus and Mars together all this time, which I think has been more irritating for people than we realized, because um, Mars can be irritating sometimes. And if you have felt stressed, once Venus goes into Pisces, I think we're all going to start getting a break. And yes, things in the world are complicated and difficult, but there's, for us individually, it, it shows us what we need to do in our own lives so that we um, are, you know, handling ourselves with care and with love and with compassion. So that's, we got a lot going on. There's a lot coming up in April, so we definitely want to stay tuned. In the meantime... Uh, it is Sunday and the moon is in the sign of Aquarius. As I said, it will reach Mars at 1.08 a.m. Monday morning. And then remember what I said, it reaches Venus, 9.48, and then it reaches Saturn, 10.11. So these next 24 hours are really important. Pay attention. Pay attention to how you're feeling. Pay attention. Write it down. Journal about it. Connect. Um, the moon goes void right after it touches Saturn. And it's going to go void at 10, 11 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. 
and it's not going to enter Pisces until 12.32 a.m. on Tuesday Eastern Time. So that means after 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, that's it, folks, in the Eastern Time Zone. The moon is void. So you don't want to initiate anything new. You, you just want to go along and do your thing. And then on Tuesday, it'll be in Pisces, and that's when things start to get warm and sensitive and lovely, and it will then go in and touch Jupiter and Neptune on Wednesday. And then Thursday morning, it's going void at 2.37 a.m. as it makes a pleasant relationship to Pluto. And then it goes into Aries at 5.30 a.m. So generally speaking, in this region of the world, you're going to get up and um, that's 3.30 a.m. for me, but get to get up and, and the moon will be in Aries on Thursday. So you'll feel like, you know, you want to take things on, but then it's getting ready to be that new moon. It will be in Aries um, all day Friday because we talked about the new moon and it will be going void in Aries 9.51 on Saturday the 2nd when it squares Pluto. So Pluto action there. So the moon is, moon's going to be doing some interesting things on Friday and Saturday. So that's going to be, um, you know, an interesting dynamic and we should pay attention to that as well. Then the moon enters Taurus 12.50 PM Saturday. So it's only a couple of hours of void and it'll be in Taurus the rest of the weekend. And then, you know, and of course, it'll cross Uranus and all. But this is an important new moon. This is a new moon that's coming on Friday. That is the last aspect we have before we go. Like the next one is always new moon, full moon, new moon, full moon every two weeks, right? The next one is a full moon in two weeks. And that's the one that opens the eclipse period. <gasps> eclipses are coming. Okay. So the first eclipse is going to be a new moon at the end of the month. So we have a new moon the first day of April, and then we're going to have a new moon the last day of April, which is April 30th. And that is a solar eclipse. We have lots of time to talk about that. But just so you know, this is it, folks. This new moon is the one. And then the following one starts, the swings open the door to the eclipse period. It is not an eclipse but it is a full moon that opens the door to the eclipse period. And then we have the new moon solar eclipse on the 30th, but plenty of time to talk about that. Big week, always a big week, lots to do, lots to think about, lots to feel, very important to feel into things. And if you want to bring things into your life, you have to feel that they're already there, you know, and have gratitude for those things. In the meantime, if you need more astrology, you can always contact me through my website, thegoldenastrologer.com. You can book online, you can read my blog, and this podcast is available there as well as other outlets. My Instagram is also the Golden Astrologer, where I do videos and all sorts of other information about, um, about the planets and what they're doing this week. And if you have not seen my Instagram, I invite you. I talk a lot about Venus Saturn. Last week, I wrote a whole long post and it shows my plumeria flowers in my garden. And if you want to find it on my Instagram, and I talked all about how you have to love yourself and still continue to open your heart and listen to your heart, despite Venus in the face of Saturn. Must. It's a must, okay? We must listen to our hearts no matter what Saturn wants to throw in our face, okay? It's just a test. Just a test. 
read that post. It's, it's good. It helps people. Um, and my Twitter is at devastrology. And um, I invite you to learn Fifth Dimension Lemurian Reiki with me as well. It's a beautiful system, and it helps um, it helps clear up a lot of our own emotional vibrations that we might be swirling around us. So lots there. If you're interested, you can always contact me, info at thegoldenastrologer.com or deb at debmcbride.com. I welcome, you know, interested parties. Thank you for listening. A beautiful week to you. Be present. Navigate between compassion and, you know, getting things done and being assertive. Balance all of it. And gratitude to everyone for listening. Have a beautiful week.